Megillah, Perik Aleph, Mishnah Dalad, 1-4. And now our Mishnah wants to consider the following question. Which is the proper Adar in which one is to observe Purim? And if one observed Purim in the quote-unquote first Adar, so then must he do it again in the second Adar? So you recall that there are 12 months in the Jewish calendar. There are lunar months. The average lunar month is 29 and a half days. 29 and a half times 12 gives you 354, which is about 11 days short of the solar year. And therefore, from time to time, they needed to add an extra month to make like what we'll call a leap year um, so that the the Jewish calendar, the lunar calendar, stays aligned with the solar calendar. And you can have the Pesach fall out in the Chodesh Aviv in the springtime, etc. Now, the question is, since the second, what's being added is another Adar, what happens if, for example, you did Purim, everything was cool, and then after Purim was over, let's say, you know, on the 20th of Adar, uh, the Bezin gets together and says, you know what, we are adding an extra month of Adar. So then do you have to do Purim all over again? So nowadays that's a weird question for us because we have a fixed calendar. Our 19-year cycle includes seven leap years, and we know ahead of time which is going to be the years that have two others. But in the time of the Mishnah, it was sort of like a game-time decision. They looked around in the month of Adar to see if it was sensible to allow the new year to begin and Pesach to happen, or if we should push things off another month. So they would look at the the, the weather, they look at the, how ripe the barley crop is, because it needs to be in Korban Omer, look at the state of the streets to make sure people can like get through to Israel, excuse me, to Yerushalayim, if there's like, you know, if the streets were in bad shape, the pilgrims couldn't make it for Lila Regal and so on. And then based on all those observations, they would decide whether or not to add an extra month um, of other. So it really was something that could happen. You could do Purim and then after the fact, find out that, oh, we're doing a second other. So that is what Amish is asking, and it wants to know what happens with the second other. So the Mishnah says, Karu esa Megillah ba'adar harishon. If you read the Megillah, etc., on the first other, Vinis abra hashana, and then after that, they added a second other. So, have you filled your mitzvah? The answer is no. Korno sab adar hasheni. You have to do it again in the second chain, in the second other. The reason why is that Chazal wanted that the holiday of Purim should come on the month immediately prior to Nisan, because the holiday of Purim really commemorates, acknowledges, celebrates um, Hashem's redemption of the Jewish people and involvement, and really the the real primary time for appreciating and experiencing redemption is Zman Cheruseno, the time of redemption, Nisan and, and Pesach. So the build-up is the month before, that's Purim. So if there's two months before, um, so you want of Adar, we want it in the second month. In fact, there's Mishaburah, similarly Paskins, that Mishnechnas Adar, Marben Besimcha, when Adar arrives, we start increasing um, Simcha. That's because, not because of Purim directly, or only indirectly, but really the real reason is because the holiday, the Nisan season, the holiday of Pesach is coming up. And Purim is like a build-up to that. So the din, therefore, is you have to do it again. Now, if you, yeah. Now, the Mishnah goes on now to say, Ein bein. There's no difference between. And this expression, Ein bein, there's no difference between X and Y. We'll give two different, a different X and Y, um, other than something, you know, some A um, difference. So, the Mishnah will say this, like, throughout the next eight Mishnayas, uh, more than eight times even, and... Um, 
for many years it confounded me. It, it really, it really I found it very difficult because in English you can't say you can't say there's no difference between you know A and B other than X, and then the truth is there's also Y and Z which are differences. That's just like really sloppy and almost incoherent. But that is what the Mishnah means. The Mishnah when it says A and B, and there's no difference between A and B other than something X. It means in some very limited specific scope. And it doesn't bother the Mishnah one bit that there's plenty of other obvious differences between A and B. So that's just what the Mishnah, that's how the Mishnah means, what the means, what the Mishnah means when it says it. So here the Mishnah says, Ain bin Adar Harishan Adar Hashani. There's no difference between Adar Rishan Adar Hashani, but what we mean is there's no difference between Yudal and Tesvav Adar, the halachas that apply to the 14th and the 15th of Adar, of the 1st and 2nd, um, other than the reading of the Megillah and giving gifts to the poor, which must be done on other Shani as opposed to other Rishon, meaning the other features of the two Adars are the same. So now, for sure what this is including as being the same is that the restriction against uh, fasting and eulogizing has paid him, so that applies both an other Rishon and other Shani on the 4th and the 15th. That's why they're the same. Um, as far as the question of the Su'uda, the mission notably didn't mention it. Uh, it said Matanas Levionim and Kriyas Megillah, which also include um, Lechora, the it would seem also the Su'uda and the and the Mishalach Manos, Ishlarehu, but it's not explicit, and in fact, most learn that the suda only happens on the second Adar. There's no issue of suda and Mishnah, Mishnah and Simcha on the first Adar. However, the Rosh does say one should celebrate on the other Rishon as well. And the Ramah passes the Halachas, so this would be the Halacha of Ashkenazim, that while there's certainly no mitzvah to do a Sudas Purim and Adar Rishon when there's an Adar Shani, nevertheless, um, one should add a little bit, like if he's, you know, if he usually doesn't drink any wine, he should have a glass of wine on the 14th of, of Adar and um, at his meal. And uh, similarly, if he does drink a glass of wine with his meal, usually he should have two glasses of wine, etc. Okay? Lalacha. Um, fine. Uh, there are plenty of other differences between Adar Rishon and Adar Shani that just the Misha wasn't talking about, didn't, didn't bother that there are obvious differences. Like, for example, in Masech HaShkalim, we talk about the announcing of getting ready um, with your Shkalim. That only happens in Adar Shani in preparation for Nisan. Similarly, we learn Namasech that we have the Arba Parshios, there's a special mitzvah to read um, Parsha Shkalim, Zachor, um, so etc. So, so um, the, the, for sure, Parsha Shkalim and, and, and Zachor and Para are all read in in Adar Shani and never in Adar Rishon. Okay, fine. So that's just what the, that's just how the Mishnah. Talks. That's what it means when it says what it says. And now um, the mission will go on to for the rest of the parak list a long series of a and b, a and b other than x, and the same kind of you know preliminary discussion applies to all of those things as well.